The message today is called The Great Wall. See, one day we're, we brought this house, and the house we're in now, we brought this house anyway, and we didn't know the area very well, and the house had a lot of trees around it. And the neighbours seemed to be quite good, and they're really good, really good, helpful neighbours. But one day, the first night we moved into this house, the family and I were all asleep in bed. And then I heard this noise, thump, 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 across the roof. And I, I, I started to shiver. My blood started to run cold. I started to feel fear build within me. My wife started to freak out with fear. And the kids are all going, what's going on, Dad? What's going on? I can't understand what's going on. And then I started to panic. And I'm going, somebody's on my roof. Somebody's running across my roof. We have intruders. We have intruders in our house. My first reaction was to pick up the phone and ring up the police immediately. So I picked up the phone, I rang up the police and said, we've got intruders on our, in our house. We've got intruders. We need you here. We need you here really fast. And the funny thing was, is that we didn't have one police car show up. We had five police cars show up. All these cars with flashing lights everywhere. Police come storming in through the door. Let us in. We're coming in. They came around and they checked the doors and they checked the windows and they walked around the house. They had their flashlights, flashlights everywhere. They had guard dogs everywhere searching around the house. They looked everywhere. But prior to the police coming, my wife says to me, prior to all this happening, my wife says to me, honey, can you go outside and have a look and see what's on our roof? If somebody's on there. I walked out and I walked to the front of the house, saw nothing. And then I walked around the side of the house and all I could hear is And then I walked around the back, saw nothing. But I could still hear this noise. I'm going, where is it coming from? What is this noise? I started to freak out. I ran inside, I shut the door and I locked it. And then the police showed up. And as I was saying, five of them showed up. They come storming through the yard and their flashlights everywhere. They're looking everywhere and they're searching the whole backyard and they're trying to find something. You know, one of a lot of the policemen, they all come running through the house opening up the doors, searching everywhere, through the cupboards, went through everything, trying to find this intruder. And then the policeman said to me, make sure you've got good locks and good locks on your doors. But he says, but our men can't seem to find what this intruder that you said that you've got. But cut the funny story short, I was sitting in bed 
with the door with the curtain open and I looked out through the door and then I heard that thump 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 again across the roof I started to freak out my heart started to run cold and I'm looking through the door going I've got to see where this intruder is and my wife says to me go out in the veranda and go and have a look and see what it is I walk outside and here's two little beady eyes and a fluffy tail looking at me. And then I started to think, wow. Wow. I feel like a nutcase now. <laughs> but I ain't going to tell the police that it was possums running across my roof making a lot of noise and a lot of racket. And you see how we start to see how fear started to creep in to our lives when we start to notice something that's different and out of the unordinary and something that we're not used to. And it starts to manipulate our life and start to make us think otherwise to what is going on. The situation become escalated over completely nothing. But we seem to analyze, integrate, and look into situations a little bit more than what we should. Instead of sitting back and saying, what had happened if we had done this? What would have happened if we just investigated what the problem was? You see, we've got two different types of fear that stops us from moving forward. And it's a fear of failure for the purpose of our life there's a fear of environment things that happen around us fear of the of what's going on in the news what's happening in this world the ever-changing technology that's creeping into our lives the fear of everything that's happening and then we seem to take it and we grip it with fear and we take it on board to the point where we start to feel like it's not us. Fear grips us. And when we look to this, you've got the fear of God. And this is a different type of fear. When we look at Job 22 verse 4, it said, It is because you are so porous that he excuses you and brings judgment against you. See, we means is that we have fear over our life that we we don't seem to see that that fear we've got to have it's a healthy fear the fear of God we've got a fear that hey God you are God because you are the one who comes into our lives and you are the one that leads our life and we've got to have a fear of God because it's healthy it's fear that we've got to say, hey, you are our saviour, you are our Lord. We've got to keep you, you've got to keep us on track. There's a fear of God that helps us to keep us on track. The fear of God that helps us to keep on doing what he's asked us to do. The fear of God casts at all things. The fear of God brings healing into our life. 
The fear of God brings change into our life. The fear of God we need to have all the time. We've got to look to God always. We've got to be at his feet. We've got to realize, God, you are with us every step of the way. That you love us so much that you don't want anything to happen to us. That you're going to protect us. And that you've got your fear. The fear of God is healthy. It means that when you come into his presence, you're going to be coming down on your hands and knees because you have fear of God. That's the healthy fear. You've got a fear of stepping out and making things happen in our life. The fear that what is someone going to say if I said something, if they, if I said something to them. The fear of what people think. The fear of what is going to happen if things are said. In Psalms 34, 4. And it says, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. You see, David was going through a situation where he knew his enemies were looking upon him and that everywhere he went, being a king of Israel, he feared that his life was going to be in danger. He feared his enemies were going to try to kill him. So there was that fear. The fear that that is not healthy. The fear that we start to realize, hang on a moment. You know, it's like you see a spider and all of a sudden you jump up on a chair and you're away from that spider. Or it could even be a snake or it could even be a mouse. You start freaking out and you go, oh no, look at these dirty little creatures. And then you stand on the chair and you say, get these things away, kill it, get rid of it. Fear. That's fear of environment. We've got to realize this, that we've got to cast out all fear. Fear is not the importance. Because when we realize that God has given us the strength and the ability to trample on serpents and know that we have not got fear. We've got to have that fear to say, hey, look, it doesn't matter what's happening because I know, God, you're with me because I know you're going to be in control and that you're going to take care of me. Because we've got to be in his presence always so that we know that God is in control of our life because we've allowed him to be in control of our life and that fear doesn't have a place in our life. When we take to start to get rid of fear, we replace it with faith and let God take control of our over our life. And then we start seeing change take place of our life because fear no longer has that place. Fear of purpose. We've got a fear of purpose as well. There's a you know these are different fears. Fears that really take control over us. And we've got to know, we've got to realize, hey, God, you have given us beyond what you've asked us for. And that we know that you're going to take care of us and that you're going to be by our side always. And it, it says in Isaiah 
43.5 Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will gather you and your children from the east and the west. In other words, is that he is going to be with us always. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. That he will always be with us. And it's just as that possum came into our house. We felt the, the, the fear of God. We felt this fear come upon us because it was an environmental fear. We didn't, the unknown. We were afraid of the unknown. We were afraid that we didn't see what we could see. And that there was something there, but we didn't know what it was. And we freaked out over it. We've got to let God be God in our life and let fear have no place and start moving forward to do what God wants us to do. Do not let fear take that step. This is the word of the Lord. The message I like to speak about is help is on its way. I'd like to talk about um, a trip that my family and I went on. And we went to a maze. And like this maze, it was an amazing size maze. It was huge. And there was like, there was one entrance, but many laneways going in different directions everywhere. So we decided to take this maze and we went on one way with it. We thought, well, let's start here because it looks like that's where everyone else is starting. So we went and went this way. So we started walking and we started walking along through this maze and we were walking and walking. And then I saw another way going into a different direction. So I thought, let's go this way. So we went this way and we went in through the maze and all of a sudden it was a dead end. And I thought, oh, well, we hit another wall. So we came out and we went around the corner and we started walking and I found another way. So I walked in there and it was another dead end. And I realized, oh, another dead end. So we came back out again and we started walking and we walked and we went around the corner and we kept on walking around and then I found another alleyway. So I walked in there and then I walked in and it was another dead end. And I'm going, well, where is it? Where is it? Where do we where do we have to go? And it, it and I thought, oh okay, well the hedges, you know, but it's all made from hedges. So I thought, okay, well, I'm gonna have jump up and have a look and see if I can find another way. So I'm jumping up and I'm looking over and all I can see is a black a flat plane of hedges everywhere, made really flat, but there was nothing there except I can see where we're meant to go, but I can't see a way out. Even though it seems pretty obvious that everyone else is finding their way, but we can't find our way. And I'm going, look, how come everybody else can find it, but we can't? And then we kept on walking and my son and my daughter, they took off. They they said, oh, you you guys are slow. You can't find your way around. We're going to find our way. And we'll see you back at the um, beginning again. They took off, and they made it right to where the um, where everybody was going, and it was like a lookout thing. So they took off, and they went all the way around and went to where this lookout thing is. 
and then they they saw us getting lost because they were watching us getting lost post up there just look there's a big look out there they can see it's getting lost and so they came back and they they said to us look go this way and then go that way and and come around the corner there and you'll be you'll be back where you started but you come in this other way and then all of a sudden you'll you'll come straight to the lookout where we are I says oh okay so we went and done that and we said done everything they had said and then we made it to where the lookout was we completed the maze but life is like that is that we try to make we try to do what God's asked us to do God gives us the dreams he gives us the vision vision and he tells us how to make what we need what the steps are that we have to do to get there so we go through these through these steps to do what he asks us to do to get there and we find we hit a wall and it doesn't seem to work nothing is working we go back and we pray about it and we say God we done that and it didn't work we don't understand we start hearing other people's prophecies and they're saying um, you know they say all these encouraging stuff and build you up and God's got his plans for your life and you know everything's going to happen and great let's go again okay God what do you want us to do God says I want you to go and do this and so we go and do another thing of God that he asks us to do so we go there and then we we go there and we we hit another wall and nothing seems to work and we go what's going on Lord you know we we volunteer with the church we tithe we um, go to the prayer meetings we uh, go to the men's group women's group we do all everything that everyone else is doing in the church and then we hear another another prophet another message on on Facebook or somewhere and they say at this time you need to be in spiritual warfare and you need to stand against the devil because he's going to block your pathway and nothing's going to happen so we then again we go okay let's do this so we go into spiritual warfare we stand against the devil and we and we cast him out and we um cast out the devil and we and we're praying and worshiping and you know just so that we can get these doors open then we we start going the direction that God tells us to go in and then we start walking in that direction and nothing happens we feel trapped we're feeling a little bit disillusioned we're not seeing the evidence of God opening doors where we think God's supposed to open the doors and they're not opening we're feeling a little bit um, disorientated nothing's happening nothing's happening at all in our life we we intend to sort of pull back a little bit and we go i don't understand what's going on god don't you care about us anymore and then all of a sudden you know you know god starts revealing places or he starts revealing something that you that you need to do in order for something to happen so god you start doing everything god's asking you to do and then all of a sudden God turns your situation around within 24 hours within 40 within 48 hours within a day all of a sudden you get a um, transformation that takes place over your life God starts opening doors he starts promoting you 
It starts opening up doors. It wants you to travel overseas. It wants you to start ministering in in Singapore, Malaysia, USA. Or he starts opening up the doors to you um, to, you to go to another part of, of, of your country. And then God starts opening up um, other doors where you get promoted in your business or in a company that you work for in an area you didn't think you can get to. And then all of a sudden your promotion starts taking place where you didn't think would ever happen. Your business starts to flourish and then all of a sudden you start getting all these customers coming in because you did exactly what God asked you to do. And this is the simple steps that God asks us. And just like it was mentioned with Joseph in 37, chapter 37, 38, 39, and 40, it was talking about Joseph and every barrier that he had. He had not very nice brothers who all constantly put him down all the time. He had everything come against him right up to the point where his brothers put him in a system to hide him after he tried to track him down to where they were taking the flock. They sold him to into slavery to the Moabites. And then the Moabites um, took him and used him as a slave in the city. And he was used as a slave in the city. Obstacle after obstacle after obstacle. And that's all he hit. Because those obstacles not only strengthen your character, but they strengthen your life to become someone that you're not. And then you become the person that God has changed you for to become something, to humble you for that right task. And then you start seeing, now Joseph gets sold to the Pharaoh. Then the Pharaoh uses Joseph as his um, slave. Then the Pharaoh realized he saw his skilled hands. He even saw that he could actually interpret dreams. And he even noticed that Joseph had a lot of skills that he didn't realize. And that's how what, what's going to happen in our life. Is that God starts to realize what's going to happen in your life. He starts promoting your skills. He starts exposing your gifts. And he starts showing to everybody what you're capable of. And then all all of a sudden, doors open that you didn't even know would open. You see, your journey right now is like this. Promotion is coming. And it is around the corner. He says, be strong and be courageous in your steps that you're taking and you'll start seeing God open the door. This is the direction that God has for your life. And this is the word that speaks about our direction.